Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, or radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports on all of our platforms Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, the YouTube channel. And always remember. Back your mind, the new harponsports.com. Great stuff there. Check it out. Had a great article that went up just on a Friday. I talked about how you're always hearing this Gator standard thing and how everybody does military tributes or tribute to the military. And the band goes out there and plays a bunch of military songs. Everybody goes, well, we did our part. Not really. You know, pretty, it's better than nothing, but wearing camouflage on the sideline and wearing camouflage hats and camouflage jerseys a tribute to the military. Oh, okay. I said if Florida were really serious about this, and this goes all for all schools, I'd do something here called the Gator Standard. You want to say it's special? Make it special. Veterans Day weekend, you always play somebody from a military academy. Pay them each $2 million. Paid Colorado State $2 million a couple years ago. Pay Army, Navy, Air Force. Rotate them in every single Veterans Day weekend. Pay them $2 million each. Call it the Gator Standard game. If it's going to be special, make it special. It's going to be special. Make it special. That's what I would do. And what do you know? Starting in 2025, everybody's pretty much available that weekend. (gasps) Do it for 15 years. So obsessed. And again, I I walk a fine line here. University of Florida does pay me. But it's amazing. Not just here, but pretty much around the country right now. We'd rather look good than be good. Be good. So obsessed with looking good. Be good. Florida, here's your chance. Before we get started here, here's your chance. The Gator Standard. Veterans Day weekend every year starting in 2025 for 15 years. Navy, Air Force, Army. Rotation. Rotation. That weekend. Make it special. But we we have military appreciation. Great. More camouflage and Yankee Doodle Dandy. Really supportive of the troops. Everybody does that. Don't be lame. Do something different. Okay. Um... Dan Mullen. This is an interesting situation. So interesting now that (laughs) if I'm Mullen, I put the Dan plan into effect. What's the Dan plan, you say? Jimmy Sexton's his agent, right? If I'm Jimmy Sexton and I'm Dan Mullen, I look around and can you circle the wagons with this fan base? I don't know. I don't know. There are good jobs opened up right now in college football. Maybe it's too big of a job for him. Maybe. I think Dan Mullen's a good football coach. I don't think he's a great recruiter. I think this fan base is delusional when it comes to, we should be Georgia, we should be Alabama. All right, let's face it. Georgia's made the college football playoff once. In in Kirby Smart's, what, five, six years? They're going to make it this year. So that'll be twice. Florida got on the brink, just couldn't get over the top. So... This fan base looks around and says, you know what? Six and six, seven and five is not going to be good enough. Even though you had one guy enter the NFL at the quarterback position, second round draft pick, two first round draft picks on offense, uh, not going to be good enough. Firing the coordinator is not going to be good enough. And that's what this weekend should show you if you're Dan Mullen. If I am Dan, I've got the Mullen Dan plan into effect with Jimmy Sexton. I am reaching out and I am going to put the tubs timeout into effect 
What's the Tubbs timeout? Tommy Tuberville, Tubby Smith. Tubby Smith in basketball was at Kentucky. He looked around. He felt the fire. So what did he do? He left and went to Minnesota. And then after that, he went to Texas Tech because he felt the fire hot in Minnesota. He kept taking sidestep after sidestep. Oh, you're not going to preach me here? I'm gone. I'm going to leave. So he did take a pay cut, though, to go to Minnesota. He's there for six years. Had moderate success. If I'm Den Mullen, I look around and go, you know what? I can go 10 and 3. I can go 9 and 2. And then I follow that up with a 7 and 5 year or 6 and 6 year, and you want me gone. You know what? Is that healthy? I can try to come back next year and bring everybody back and go 9 and 3, 10 and 2. Would that be healthy? Ask yourself this, Gator fans. This team goes 10 and 2 next year, and their losses are to Florida, or their Florida losses are to Florida State and Georgia. Still going to want them fired, aren't you? Think about if this team went 10 and 2 next year and they lost to Georgia and Florida State. Then what? See? You go 10 and 2 next year. This team could go to a major bowl game. So, what's the Mullen Dan plan? Well, this is what it is it's Jimmy Sexton reaching out to TCU, Texas Tech. Texas Tech has shown this in the past. Texas Tech hired Tubby Smith away from Minnesota. As he took a sidestep. Texas Tech hired Tommy Tuberville, and then Tommy Tuberville left Texas Tech to go to Cincinnati. As he looked around and goes, wait a second here. Okay, I'm not going to get fired. I'm gone. Now, the problem here is Dan Mullen's $7.5 million salary. I looked it up. Gary Patterson was making $6 million a year at TCU. So Dan making seven and a half at Florida TCU, $6.1. If I'm TCU, I'd love to have Dan Mullen. I would. High-energy offense. Throw the ball in the state of Texas where quarterbacks grow on trees. You bet I would. I've got Dak Prescott right down the road that can help. You bet I would. With what Dak Prescott did, with Dan Mullen, you bet I would. Absolutely. All Dan Mullen's got to do is walk into a living room in Texas and say, hey, look at that guy that plays for the Cowboys. Your son can play for me. You do that here in Florida, eh, eh, a little bit tougher. That goes a long way in Texas. Quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is a beautiful, powerful thing. If I'm TCU, if I'm Jimmy Sexton, I reach out to TCU for my man, Dan Mullen. Hey, man, let's get – if I were Dan, I would. I'd leave Florida for TCU at the end of the year. You bet I would. I'd leave Florida for Texas Tech at the end of the year. You bet I would. If salary-wise you can get close, what's Dan's buyout, $12 million? You come to me and you're Texas Tech and you're TCU and you're like, you know what, we can't get to 7.5, but we can get to 6.5. Well, Dan got hired for less than that here in Florida. Why not? The other place I think is intriguing is Washington State. Now, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 don't have SEC money, but they're paying Mike Leach $4 million a year. Can they get to six? Can they get to six and a half out of Washington State? Because where Dan is right now, and you know, the wall's caving in here a little bit, and should they fire him, should they not fire him? If I were Dan Mullen, I wouldn't even give him the option. I'd leave. I'd Tommy Tuberville it. Texas Tech to Cincinnati. Well, that's a sidestep. Yep, or maybe even a step back. Yep. So, you ever have a gigantic house and sell it because it was too big? You know, I know people like that. Think about this. You're married. Your kids go off to college. You have a gigantic house. Kids go off to college. We don't need this big house anymore. We're going to downgrade. It doesn't mean, oh, you couldn't handle that house. No, it's just too big of a house. I wanted a smaller one. It happens. It happens across the board. 
So as I look around and I look at this, that's what I would do if I were Dan Mullen. The Mullen Dan plan. Jimmy Sexton, TCU, Texas Tech. Can they get close to 7 million? If so, arrivederci. I'm not going to do this every year. Nope. Nope. Not after what happened last weekend. Oh, and a side note on that, and I'll defend Dan when it comes to this too. Because I see the radio station tweets and I see everything. Oh, the players have quit on him. The players have quit on him. Messages rolling in. The players have quit on him. Okay, look like it. But then afterwards, they were celebrating and having a good time in the locker room and playing music. It's like, how dare they be celebrating? Uh, they, they barely, oh, they only beat Sanford by 18. This is ridiculous. Well, you did say the players quit on him. And then they post a video of the players getting along and dancing with him in the locker room afterwards. Pick a lane. Pick up your mind. They quit on him. Okay, well, here's a video of showing them dancing with their coach. They shouldn't be acting that way. What do you want? You want to beat Sanford by 50? I get it. But if you say they quit on him, and it's obvious that they didn't, pick a lane. Oops, wrong. Didn't quit on him, did they? It'll be interesting to see what happens. Got Missouri. It's going to be like 35 degrees, 40 degrees in Mizzou. Four o'clock kick, which means that thing's going to finish around 7.30 at night. It's going to be dark, and cold, and Columbia, and nasty. And they're just coming off a big win over South Carolina. Florida's got their hands full the last two weeks. May need to beat Florida and Florida State. And I'm going to get to this in a second. Both may be five and six, and the winner of that gets to go to a bowl game, and the loser doesn't. But that first storyline. So, the Mullen Dan plan. TCU, Texas Tech, Wazoo. Uh, let's see here. From that to this, a little Heisman hype. Yeah, people, there's no front runner this year. And that's what makes this not what it's been in the past. But I always try to remind people the front runner the last three years hasn't won it. The guy who led the Heisman hype right now or the, who led the betting odds right now hasn't won it in each of the last three years. Hasn't. Jalen Hurts was the favorite at Alabama, right? What happened with Jalen Hurts? Well, he got hurt in the SEC championship. Tua Tungaviola came in and they were able to win. Excuse me, Tua was the favorite. My bad. Tua was the favorite. Jalen Hurts came in. They won. Alabama won over Georgia in the SEC championship game. And then Kyler Murray lit it up for Oklahoma. So what happened? Well, all of a sudden at that point, the voters looked around and said, wait a second here. Tua had a great year. I know. But Jalen Hurts came in and won it for him. Does it matter who the quarterback is? Uh, we know what matters in Oklahoma. So what happened? Boom. That's what happened in Oklahoma. That's what happened that year. That was three years ago. Well, last year you had a situation where there was a debate about Kyle Trask, right, at Florida. Um, gee, the hype machine, you know, let's face it, Alabama's quarterback as well. Same situation that we have this year. Mac Jones. And what happened? Well, Devonta Freeman, everybody looked around and said, wait a second here. You know, we have a quarterback at Alabama who's playing great. We have a quarterback at Florida who's good. But boy, the best player in college football is Devonta Freeman, Devonta Smith. The, the best player in college football is catching balls at Alabama. They can't cover him. Nobody can cover him. I understand that Mac Jones is getting him the ball, but Devonta Smith, it's the best player in college football. You got to the SEC championship game before everybody figured that out. So in 2018, the SEC championship game swung the pendulum with the Heisman. It was going to be two tongue violas. What happened? Jalen Hurts comes in. Alabama wins the SEC championship game. And then at that point, the Kyler Murray votes rolling, and Kyler Murray sneaks, jumps in and takes it. 
jumps in and takes it. Two years ago, Joe Burrow was running away with that thing. Everybody was trying to find a reason not to give it to Joe Burrow, but he was running away with that thing, and he just won it. He just walked away with it. Last year, the same thing happened. Oh, is it Mac Jones? Is it, oh, man, is it Kyle Trask? Oh, boy, what are we going to do here? Who who could it be? Also, you know, for a while there, Justin Fields, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? All the all these guys can win it. What should we give it to? And Devonta Smith said, best player in the country. Watch it. Well, here comes another return for a touchdown. Here comes another. I'm like, wait a second, light bulb. So as I look at the Heisman, down the stretch we come, I think it's going to be a very similar situation in which the Heisman Trophy gets gets a shot of adrenaline after this weekend. And I looked this up. I went and grabbed some numbers for you, okay? I think right now you have Bryce Young sitting there. He's got 3,000 t- yards and 35 touchdowns and three picks, and he's just kind of sitting around. Bryce Young just kind of sitting around going, I'm going to, I'm going to end up with 45 touchdowns and I'm going to end up with five or six picks and 4,000 yards. What else do you want me to do? And then he's just kind of waiting around. He is. He's just kind of waiting around, waiting around. They play Arkansas this weekend. He's got to throw for 300 yards and three or four more touchdowns. And then he's got the iron bowl, you know, with Bo Nix out, he's going to throw for 350 yards. And and then the sec championship game, that's going to be his litmus test. I think after this weekend, it's going to be a two-man race. I do. Bryce Young sitting there. Oh, we can't figure out the hype. Just wait. After this weekend, you've got Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, who's got 1,700 yards and what do I have? 17 touchdowns. Dude almost has 1,800 yards. So that guy's got, he's 27 yards away from 1,800 yards. After this weekend, it is possible that Kenneth Walker from Michigan State has 2,000 yards rushing, Still has another game to go. Still has the Big Ten Championship game to go. And he's going to have 20 touchdowns. He's going to have 20 touchdowns, 2,000 yards rushing at the end of this weekend. If Michigan State dumps Ohio State this weekend and Kenneth Walker gets a 200-yard game, you can have 20 touchdowns and 2,000 yards. Boom. Michigan State then at that point has the track to the Big Ten Championship game because Michigan sits there with one loss. They still have to play Ohio State. Michigan State holds the tiebreaker. So... Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, if he, if, if Michigan State beats Ohio State and he ends up with a buck 75 or more, two touchdowns, he will then jump into that discussion from the Big Ten. And at that point, he probably knocks CJ Stroud out. Where CJ Stroud's got 3,000 yards passing, 30 touchdowns and five picks. Conversely, the same thing holds true on the other side. CJ Stroud has more opportunities than Kenneth Walker here. Kenneth Walker gets 2,000 yards rushing, ends up with 2,200 yards after the Big Ten championship game, 2,400 yards and close to 27, 28 touchdowns. Boy, that, that's, those are big numbers. If Michigan State would win the Big Ten, I think Kenneth Walker would win it. I do. I think of Ohio State. Because C.J. Stroud's got a big game against Michigan State. Then he's got a big one against Michigan. Then he's got the Big Ten championship game. If Ohio State dumps Michigan State this weekend, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, here we go. Now, the best player in college football is Kayvon Thibodeau, the defensive lineman from Oregon. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft, more than likely. So if this year you're looking for a little Heisman love and respect, give it to the, give it to the defensive lineman from Oregon. He's the best player in the country. That's not going to happen, though, is it? It's not. So there's, well, there's the Heisman hype that I just gave it to you. That's what's going to happen with the Heisman Trophy. It was funny. I, the old Catholics versus convicts Notre Dame game. Somehow I went down a wormhole the other day and I saw it on YouTube. And there was a halftime interview between Tim Brown and Vinny Testaverde. This is back in 88. They asked him, who's, who's going to win the Heisman? It's this weekend. It's, like, it's it, actually a couple of weeks ago. 
1988. So 1998, we're halfway through the year, three quarters of the way through the year. And they've got Vinny Testaverni, who won the Heisman a couple years ago, Tim Brown, who won it the year before. And they're interviewing both of them. I think it was Jim Nance or Brent Musburger was interviewing. I think Jim Nance was interviewing both of them. And they asked him who who would get their Heisman vote. Um, I think Vinny Testaverde said Troy Aikman. And Tim Brown said Rodney Pete. Remember who won it that year? It was the most dominant season any college football player's ever had. It was Barry Sanders won it that year. Barry Sanders won the Heisman that year. So here we are around the same time. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Just enjoy it. You're going to, it clashes on the field, start knocking guys out of the playoff, teams out of the playoff, Ohio State, Michigan State, one of the disappear. And same thing at the Heisman. I wanted to wrap with this a little be like Mike. Tip of the hat to Mike Norvell at Florida State for what he's done. He's got Florida State at four and six. They knock off Miami in year two. Here's what patience can do for you. Willie Taggart didn't get that in year two. They lost to Boise State early and everybody bailed. They lost to Boise State in a close game early. Just like Florida State lost to a lost a close game early to Notre Dame. But Mike Norvell was given more time than Willie Taggart. Because they they wanted Mike everybody wanted Taggart gone immediately after that. Same thing didn't happen to Mike Norvell. Good for him. And he's rewarded them. He's four and six. They got Boston College this weekend. If he can knock off Boston College. Then the Florida-Florida State game may be for a bowl because I think Florida's going to have their fans fall out in Mizzou in 38-degree weather under the lights in Columbia. So that Florida-Florida State game may be a battle of five and six teams. The winner goes to a bowl game. How about that? Didn't see that coming, did you? No way did you see that coming at the beginning of the year. So there's that. And the other Mike is Mike White. Mike White, what he did by knocking off Florida State it should be a a bell that rings in Gator fans' heads. You put a bell over their head and ding, ring it. Because I think with Mike White, it's one of these things that the, this fan base is just not happy with him. He doesn't win enough. He doesn't win enough. Well, I had a little fun with this because I went through and looked at Mike White. How about this? Do you know Mike White has won an NCAA tournament game in five straight tournaments? Mike White's won an NCAA tournament game in five straight tournaments. Mike White has more NCAA tournament wins than Bruce Pearl does in the last five years. And Bruce Pearl went to a Final Four. Mike White's won more NCAA tournaments in the last five years, get games, than Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl did go to a Final Four, though. Mike White went to Elite Eight. He's won a game in the opening round of the tournament every year. Mike White's got more NCAA tournament wins in the last four years than Notre Dame. Mike Bray. Seriously, Mike White has more NCAA tournament wins than Mike Bray at Notre Dame in the last four years. Mike White and Florida have more NCAA tournament wins in the last four years than Louisville. Chris Mack and Louisville. Those things matter? Do they? Florida State was ranked 20th. If Florida would have lost to Florida State on Sunday, you'd have heard fire Mike White. He can never beat Florida State. He beats him. So now what? We're not going to fire him? He's a good basketball coach, gang. And, you know, he may not be knocking down the door of the Final Four every year. Nobody else is either. John Calipari doesn't do it. He's got a bunch of transfers in. He's got a bunch of players in here. Remember when, like, six or seven guys left at the end of the year? Oh, Mike White needs to go. Mike White needs to go. Fan base wanted to run Mike White out of town last year. And they're probably going to win the SEC this year. Kind of trying to run Dan Mullen out of town, too. Be mindful of that. 
Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio, network, like, follow, share, subscribe. Remember, harponsports.com, the new page. Check it out. Put a lot of work into that. Uh, it looks fantastic. Articles up there. Again, read the article on the Gator Standard. I'd love to see a school actually do something for the military rather than play a bunch of military songs and wear camouflage. The Gator Standard. Check it out at harponsports.com. And remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.